This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. My hottest take is that I believe service workers should be able to treat people the same way that TSA workers do. Like bitches. On this episode of The Commercial Break. What is this, London Heathrow? <laughs> I mean, what does he want? Charging ports, Google Docs, and Adderall? By the way, I don't have those things in my real life. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm always searching for a, for a charging thing, a box, a charging box. I, uh, no one's giving me Adderall for free. And, and uh, Google Docs confuses me to no end. The next episode of The Commercial Break. Starts now. The 30th of the morning! Oh, yeah, Captain Kittens, welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is the uh, director of objectification, Kristen Joy Odley. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. I stumbled there a little bit. I thought I knew what I wanted to call you, but then I didn't know what I wanted to call you, so then I had to think of another thing I wanted to call you. Objectification. Objectification. That came to mind. I thought of something worse. (laughs) (laughs) And last minute I ditched. It was like, abort! Abort! (laughs) Abort, abort! You'll have to start the show all over again. (laughs) I'll direct that. Yeah. You'll, You'll direct that? Yeah. Yeah? Sure. What, the director of objectification. <laughs> so you're going to direct the objectification. Yes, I will. Okay. I'm well, I thought it was the other way around. You were going to be the object of objectification. Now I'm taking control. You are. Yeah. Let it be. <laughs> me too. Hashtag me too. That's I'm right. reading about the Me Too movement is now having its uh, inevitable whiplash. Uh-huh. And a lot of the guys who were caught up in the Me Too movement, maybe some of the less egregious cases, are now trying to plot their comeback. And Brian Williams from NBC News. Not Brian Williams. Um, not Brian Williams. Yeah, no, not <laughs> no, no, Brian no. Williams. Matt Lauer from oh, uh, NBC hey. uh, Today Show. Lauer. I think he's just guilty of being really fucking creepy. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Having it, buttons in your office where doors close and doors close and, and lock that's and the, the blowjob button. Didn't he have yeah, a blowjob button like or something that. like that? I like don't you know. press the button and the blowjob girl comes in. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was it's a little creepy for sure. I don't. He, but he wasn't tried for anything. He wasn't convicted of anything. I don't know. No, he wasn't. I, I, that's what I read yesterday. <laughs> and then there's uh, good old Charlie Rose. 
Mm. Uh, Charlie Rose also is now putting out shows again, much like he did for years and years on PBS and NBC. And then uh, who was the third guy who I read that was plotting his comeback? I don't know. Some middling newscaster who's now on Newsmax. But, you know, I told you this two years ago that the Me Too movement, it was going to have whiplash. It was going to come a point when everybody gets canceled because we're all so highly offended. Now, when you're sexually assaulting people or sexually mistreating them at work because of your position as a boss, totally wrong. Totally wrong. And you shouldn't be working there. Um, you know, getting canceled because you said director of objectification is <laughs> is a little bit different, I think. If I was ever going to cancel you, Brian, I would have done it a long time Oh, ago. yes. Well, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the uh, the, uh, uh, the whiplash that's going to happen here to the commercial break when people start digging around the show. But no. No, we've been fine. I think we've been fine. fine. You've been fine. <laughs> <laughs> You've been fine and you're my saving grace. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot We're like fun. it's a lot like uh, a lot of times when I I'll run to Spain and then I pretend I'm a Spaniard because I'm married to a Spaniard. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, we were talked about this in another episode where it gives you street cred. It does give me street because cred. you're like my wife's an immigrant. Yeah, here around the neighborhood. <laughs> like, yeah, let me say something. <laughs> it's true. I go shopping at the the Mexican store, mm-hmm. the, the the store that's run by Mexicans with a lot of Mexican food in it because it's got some of the delicacies that we enjoy here at the house because Astrid is Venezuelan. It's in the same region. They eat some yes, of the same foods. Sure. And so, um, and you can only get them at the Mexican store. Mm-hmm. So I, I oftentimes I go to the Mexican store and you'll find me in my car for the five minutes <laughs> in the parking lot practicing exactly what I'm going to say in any possible situation. Anything that's said to me. And inevitably, the second that I walk in the door, I forget all of it. And, you know, somebody comes up to me is like, hola, mucho gusto. And I'm like, ah, si, senora. <laughs> I know. I was um, preparing. My sister and I like to cook together on Zoom. Yeah. We started it during the pandemic and have continued it. And so we were going to do a, uh, a a ramen noodle, like from scratch. Oh, you sounds know, this great. Whole sounds delicious. Ramen thing. And I had to go to the specific Asian store to oh, yeah. go get some of the ingredients. That big one off the big highway? Uh, yeah, near yeah. the, yeah, the near thing. the decab. Yeah, yeah. I, I got yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I went there and I could communicate with anybody, anybody. Yeah. So you just have to point kind of and say or i showed my list yeah <laughs> like, this do, is what do I you need. have this yeah you know the thing is that i found about un- so i understand spanish really well you do unless there's like Ay, many people Ay, Brian. <laughs> Ay, Ay, Brian. <laughs> so we were talking uh astrid and i were talking about uh, my father-in-law and we were having a conversation about something uh, related to health. He's fine, but we were just talking about something related to health. And I don't know why, but in my head, all I could think of when he was like, you know, sitting at the doctor asking questions was him in the back of his head going, I, Brian, you caused my coronary. I, Brian, don't worry, dad, I'm going to get rid of him real soon. <laughs> I've got a whole plan. I've been feeding him antifreeze for at least two years. <laughs> I have him running to get delicacies. Yeah, delicacies. The, yeah. the special store. I didn't know Gorilla Glue was a <laughs> delicacy. <laughs> Hydrogen peroxide? You put that in the tequenos? Really? Wow. Okay. I didn't know. <laughs> I would be thing. none the wiser. Yeah, it's a culture thing. You, it, people put food in front of me all the time. I just eat it. <laughs> So there's this, so I go to podcast movement. The whole point of the story is I go to podcast movement 
uh, in Denver, and then I'm get off stage. I talked, and then I get off stage, and there's this lovely young woman, and I assume maybe her partner are is with her, and they work for this company, and I instantly identify that it's a Venezuelan accent. Uh-huh. So here goes Brian dropping his knowledge, <laughs> dropping his street cred. I go, hola, mucho gusto, mi esposa es venezolano, right? And she was like, <laughs> she goes, huh? And I go, my wife, she's Venezuelan. And she goes, oh, that what was, you're trying Spanish, that's really nice. You're trying it. <laughs> you're trying Spanish. <laughs> it sounds like you just started last week. I know, but the problem is, the second I show off my initial Spanish skills, the ones that I've been practicing in the car for five minutes, then everybody thinks I speak fluent Spanish, so then they go right. fall bored. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. <laughs> One word every 30 seconds. Let me process, and then I'll get back to you in just a second. Yes. Um but it does give me, I do feel like I have a little bit of street cred. <laughs> well, well, the thing that probably takes people off, you know, kilter is that you're Irish. Yes. And, and I look white. nothing like yes. a Venezuelan. Yes, All right. of a sudden you're trying to speak it. That's why I feel more at home in Spain. Because, you know, I, I feel like you could get away with it in Spain. I could be a Spaniard. I, I don't look like a Spaniard, but I could be a Spaniard, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I like to think of myself as a Spaniard in some sense. <laughs> Okay. I give myself well, street cred for being well, a Spaniard. Well, I'll give you that. Thanks very much. Yeah, yeah I've been to Spain more than you have. I, I, so I've never been to Spain. So. In this room, I am a Span- I am as close to a Spaniard as we're ever going to That's be. right. <laughs> no, I keep Maybe going to these. Italy uh, yeah, yeah. every time I can think about it. Well, hey, who can fault you for that? Italy's fucking gorgeous. I know. It's fucking gorgeous. It's so amazing. And so Jeff has a somebody that he works with. And they they just went to Italy, yeah. and they were going to the Amalfi Coast and Rome, and mm. we were like, oh, God, you got to go here, you got to do this, and you're just going to have the best time you had never been before. Yeah. And he came back saying, I'm doing something wrong with my life. <laughs> I, I need to just move there. I'll it's be a it. valet. That's I'll be a, a bartender or whatever. <laughs> like, because the bartenders get paid, you know, a living wage there, and so do the waiters, and so do the waitresses, and the valet, and you know, it's just different. In the, I'm not saying it's good, bad, or, or indifferent. I'm just sharing that it is different. Mm-hmm. Your taxes are through the roof, but there's a huge social safety net. Yep. So if you're lazy like me, then <laughs> you can probably perfect. get away with not working for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. But it's just a different culture, and therefore, I think because there is not a lot of the extemporaneous stress that comes with being an American of constantly yeah, working. I know. Everybody's got to accomplish anything. Yeah. And you're looking at beautiful works of art that have, you know, and buildings and that have vistas. been there for yeah. thousands of years. And just, yeah, it's different. I mean, that's our American eye seeing that one of these houses is old. You know, one of the doorknobs is older than the United yes. States of America. <laughs> right. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they grew up in that culture. And therefore, it's kind of like beach time. You know, you go to island time, right? You go down to an island. We've all been there. You go down to an island or a beach town, and you just notice how slow and relaxed things tend to be. It's a much different pace than when you're in the bu- bustling it. downtown Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I do too. I don't think there's anybody that wouldn't love no. it. No. <laughs> right? I think even the like most hardcore of New Yorkers who has never left the city because that's their home and they never want to go, if you could get, manage to get them on an airplane down to a beach or to Spain or to Europe or wherever and give them a couple of days to see how different the lifestyle is, how slow it is, I think there there's something very humane about it all actually that's true and then you recognize how inhumane (laughs) there is about working your fingers to the bone 
just to get by here in the United States. Yeah, just to not even make a living wage in some instances. It's really sad, actually. Mm-hmm. It's really sad. Speaking of living wage, <laughs> you, uh, tell me about this. This is right before we got on air. Chrissy was sharing with me that SBF, Sam Brankman Freud. Sam Brankman. Brankman. Freud. <laughs> Sam Bankman Fraud. Uh, fried. Fried. Freed? Freed. Sam Bankman Freed? <laughs> you I, know who we're talking we've about. We've been saying his name wrong since the moment yes. we started talking about him. <laughs> uh, quite frankly, I'm not sure he deserves the respect. But anyway. So the guy <clears throat> commits the biggest fraud in history, the biggest financial fraud in history. The guy, this is the guy who had the uh, platform uh, crypto bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, crypto he had bro. no. It was um, no. He's a crypto bro. Yeah, he yeah. had uh, <laughs> SPF had uh, God. What why, was it? Why are we blanking? Now? I don't know. But you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> yes. Crypto.com or some shit like that. He had all the those, big one. He had the yeah, big one. He had the big one. He had the big one. <laughs> that turned out to not be so big. Yeah, well, it turned out not to be real at all. <laughs> yeah. And he was just funneling money into bad investments mm. and big parties in his Bahamian pal- palace. <laughs> and so he gets arrested. Of course he does. As this all comes crumbling down on the price of Bitcoin, the house of cards comes tumbling, tumbling down. And then he goes to jail because he gets this, whatever it is, $100 million bail, $10 million. It was a $100 million bail, Something wasn't like it? That. Yeah, it yeah, was crazy. It was, it was like crazy. the largest bail amount mm-hmm. in history. And his dad put up the $10 million yes. cash, the surety bond, what they call a surety bond, which is when you go to a bail's bondsman, you give them 10%. They keep that 10%, but they pay the $100 million. They guarantee the $100 million to the court. And so he, they did this. And the judge specifically said, you cannot be on the internet. You cannot be talking to other witnesses. You cannot be a list of things that mm-hmm. are really pertinent to this particular case because he is really good at the internet. That's how he got yes, the, He's exactly. really good at interneting, right? <laughs> yes. And so what is the first thing he does? He goes on his Xbox and starts contacting other witnesses in the trial, which is just insane to me. Like, you had your chance to stay out of jail. The judge was nice enough, even though the bond was ridiculous. She was nice enough, or he was nice enough, to give you this opportunity to stay out of jail while you faced these charges, which could take years, by the way, for that to get to trial. And guess what the mo- fucking moron does? He goes on his Xbox and starts playing in the, with his meta penis in the meta world mm-hmm. and uh, whacking off with other witnesses. What are you pizzle. thinking? Yeah, he's got his p- little uh, <laughs> pretend pizzle in his hand. <laughs> and uh, he's on Xbox doing a whole song and dance. And the judge catches him because, of course, she does, because you're now the most watched human being on Earth. It's a lot of people who want their money back. They're going to be paying attention to what you're doing. Everyone is. And so the judge throws him back in jail. She says, your bond is revoked, which means his dad lost the $10 million and he'll never see it again. Your bond is revoked. You got to come back to prison uh, and await trial. Well, now he wants out based on what? Uh, Lack of Adderall. Oh, my God. Vegan meals, charging ports, Google Docs. I think there was one more thing, but yeah, it's unfair. What is this, London Heathrow? I mean, (laughs) what does he want? Charging ports, Google Docs, and Adderall? (laughs) And the vegan meals. Yeah. By the way, I don't have those things in my real life. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I'm always searching for a a charging thing, a box, a charging box. uh, No one's giving me Adderall for free. And and, uh, Google Docs confuses me to no end. I don't know what... I don't can't pay for an extra nine ninety nine a month for Google Docs. What the fuck is this guy talking about? I know he's he's claiming that it hurts his ability to mount a defense. Now, I mean, I would think he's got lawyers involved, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. According to some of those stories, <laughs> he, it, it limits his ability to mount a good threesome. Apparently, a good yeah. sex party. Did you hear about that? I did. They were having like sex parties in the office and swapping there's back a, and forth. There's a podcast that did that detailed all of this crazy. stuff, and it was crazy. Yeah. Because clearly SBF 
while not the, you know, I don't want to talk about his looks, but he's an oddball. Mm-hmm. Clearly, that's not the kind of guy under any other circumstances except for I am a billionaire many times over that walks into a bar and picks up some, you know, wonderfully attractive young lady or man or whatever he's into to bring home. But when you have a billion dollars of private jet and a palatial estate on the Bahama, in the Bahamas on the beach, that certainly does move things along a it little does. bit, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why, but <clears throat> it would be the same for me if there was like if I was single and there was some attractive woman or maybe less attractive woman, but she had a billion dollars in her bank account, it would at least, I would at least pause for a second, exactly. right? I wouldn't be so quick to say. Yeah, that's human nature. We can I be think. friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. It's very interesting. I do think it's human nature. I, I, you know, we talk about Marlon a lot here on the show. And while we haven't heard an update in a while, Marlon was at first attracted to what this, his girlfriend, this much older lady, almost twice his age, could do for him. Mm-hmm. And then he got attracted to her as a person, according to him. Right. And, and this was because they were actually on a site. Just yeah. to clarify. Yeah, they connected on like a sugar for, mama site. Yes. Yeah. They connected on a sugar mama site. He's in his early 40s. She was in her 70s, I think mm-hmm. it was, early 70s. And she was filthy rich. And from the moment that they connected, she was showering him with gifts and attention of fine, of monetary value. And so he got taken Cars, up with trips, trips private dinners, planes. Yeah. yeah. He got taken with all of this. But that led into a very according to him meaningful relationship mm-hmm. that he actually has he was really butthurt when she broke up with him really yeah. butthurt is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer ixl learning is an online learning program for kids it covers math language arts science and social studies ixl is designed this program will improve your kids grades studies done in almost every state in the country the kids who had ixl are consistently doing better powered by advanced algorithms ixl gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality and it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So I can understand, but Sam Bankman Freud, (laughs) whatever his name is, fraud. (laughs) Sam Bankman uh, Freud, believing that he can have the creature comforts out inside of jail that he would have outside of jail is kind of antithetical to the idea of jail. Exactly. Like, you want Ritalin, dude? 
Wait, first of all, who can't get Ritalin in jail? Isn't that like the place where you can get the most amount of drugs? Apparently, it's very easy there. Maybe yeah. it's more expensive, but it's very easy. But if you don't have your Ritalin and you've been taking that like habitually for many, many years, I can imagine that's like crawling up a wall kind of thing. I guess. So, but I don't feel bad for the guy. No. He had his chance. He had his chance. All you had to do was stay off the internet, dude. That's all you had to do. Stay off the internet. And, and going back before that, all he had to do was actually, because he did have a good idea, like what his 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 idea was and it's complicated with all the yeah. Bitcoin stuff, but it was it was real. It just turns out that you know he was funneling cash money from one to, to the other to the yeah. other, and there was a lot of he uh, had an exchange, and then he also yeah. had a fund. That fund and that exchange were supposed to stay separate. You were mm-hmm. not supposed to deposit your money into the exchange and expect that it would be used through the fund to do in- high risk investments. But that's exactly what they were doing. Mm-hmm. He says it's all just a mix up, a accounting accounting error. mix up, yeah. yeah. But a six billion dollar accounting <laughs> <Yeah>. error? <laughs> Whoops! I don't know. <laughs> you know. You're fired. Yeah, you're fired. <laughs> all of you are fired. Stop sucking my dick. You're fired. <laughs> And that's the craziest part about it is he had his girlfriend running the fund. Mm-hmm. And then he claims that there there was no, you know, there was no exchange of information or ideas between the two. When you're going home and fucking each other, how can you not exchange information about what's happening are. in the business? Yeah. Of course you are. And so shame on him if he really didn't know. But I don't believe that for a second. And neither does anybody else, by the way. The guy's going to jail for a really long time. And... There are many people that are left penniless, not maybe not penniless, but they're left with a lot less cash than they had. And, yeah, and can you imagine? You think you're worth this, and because of all the crypto yeah. money, and you're out just spending and doing going crazy, and then all of a sudden, boom! That is the it. story of crypto. <laughs> that is the story yeah. of crypto and the NFTs and, and all NFTs that. and all of it. I thought I was rich, but it turns out I was not because mm-hmm. all these people, because people who have real money, billionaires and millionaires, just play the market to make money. It's essentially gambling mm-hmm. is what it is. Yes. And I'm not saying that crypto is a bad investment. I'm just saying that it's a not good investment. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's, it's a bad kind investment. It's like going to the casino. Yeah. Don't play with money you don't, you don't have, have to lose. That's right. And so many people did. I mean, I know a guy who was hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars richer because of uh, Bitcoin or uh, Ethereum that he was mm-hmm. playing with. And it literally evaporated over the course yeah. of a couple of weeks. And he was really sad. But he had started with 10 or 20 or $30,000, whatever mm-hmm. he had, tens of thousands of dollars. He turned it into hundreds of thousands of dollars. Then it was back down to no, no dollars whatsoever. <laughs> but he, he he knew what he was doing. Yeah. He said to himself, I'm only going to allow myself this, whatever it was, this th- tens of thousands of dollars, I'm only going to allow myself to play with that. And if it makes money, great. And if it doesn't, great, right? I'm just doing it. And so, you know, Sam had people's money. They trusted he was going to do the right thing. He did not do the right thing, along with many other people did not do the right thing. And again, he's just being a dum-dum. He sounds like a spoiled rich brat. Like, so weird. You know, the, I don't know. What, what, is the, what is the reason, like a legitimate reason you get out of jail? Like I have mental health issues and I need to get out, or I have physical health issues and I need to get out and see doctors on a regular basis. I don't know what the real, the right approach uh, yeah, here is, but I don't have Ritalin in charging stations <laughs> is not a good reason to get out of jail. Yes. Because if that was a good reason to get out of jail, there'd be a lot of people out of jail right now. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. You don't think everybody in jail wants a charging port, some Ritalin and Google Docs? <laughs> yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> and a vegan meal. <laughs> and a vegan meal. God damn. <laughs> Try that in a Venezuelan jail. Try that in yeah. a Venezuelan jail. Oh, wow. That's all I got to say. It's just the audacity of the guy. is He's clearly insane because you that's no rational human being in that situation would think this is the reason mm-hmm. why a judge would let me out of jail. And who is his attorney? Who are his attorneys? 
I mean, didn't he hire like the best attorneys in the world? I think he did. And the, they're advising they're him. On, yeah. I don't know. They're advising him to write this letter to the judge that I need to get out because of fucking. Yeah, because how is he actually going to be able to pay, Dropbox pay and them. porn? <laughs> yeah, I, well, you got to imagine how he's going to be able to do that. Listen, here's the dirty little secret about all of these, including uh, what's his name? The other guy who got busted, uh, Bernie Madoff. They all took money. And put it places, hit it. hit it, of course, that it's out of the reaches of the, the law. And I think in some cases, in some cases, and I don't know this for sure, but I think in some cases, it's, they almost turn a blind eye to it, like the authorities almost turn a blind eye to it, because yes, they want to get their money back for the victims, but some of it I think is just so well hidden, or mm-hmm. it's it's not provable beyond a reasonable doubt that they did this illegally. Like, if it's your money, it's your money. And if you're not under indictment, you can send it wherever you want to. Send it to your wife, to your kids, to, you know, a family trust, whatever. Yeah. So I think some of these guys are smart. You got to believe that SBF, how does his dad have $10 million he can lose? Honestly. Well, his parents were both like uh, UCLA, Stanford professors. Do Stanford professors get $10 million a year? That's insane. (laughs) What do professors make at the top? Like 500 grand a year? 600 grand a year? If you're like a like a well-respected, well-noted, well-quoted, yeah, you know, it wasn't tenured that much. professor. So I would think that he, before he got indicted, he gave money to different of course. little pockets. Yeah, that's what he did. He yeah. gave it to little pockets, and mm-hmm. then he asked for it back. And now he's paying for the attorney some way, somehow. There, Who knows? There may be people that lost money that are actively rooting for him to not go to jail because they they know that they're never getting their money back if he goes to jail mm-hmm. never but if he goes out of, if he's out of jail mm-hmm. at least we have a chance that this guy might do something with that smart head of his and figure something out right so if he goes to jail for the rest of his life we're never getting a dime out of him if he's out then we can ride him until we get our money back. That's so true. you never do stay know tuned, what the motivations folks. are stay tuned Brian and Chrissy's <laughs> court TV <laughs> And, and crypto breakdown, da, 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 which we did a horrible job of. We can't yeah. even remember the name of the company. That's right. Yeah. Court TV tonight proudly presents uh, Sam something or other Freud. <laughs> <laughs> he stole billions of dollars in milk money from Smut. No, not the same guy. Okay. He stole billions of dollars in a bank. Ho- what? Huh? Crypto. What? Okay. He stole millions of dollars in a crypto case. We can't figure it out either. That's the other thing is that. You know, some prosecutor is going to have to explain all this to people. And I think that it's just very possible that everyone might go, huh? Right. Like, huh? What did you say? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know if you've seen the uh, general American. Beep, 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 yeah. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you got to make me break out the sounds. Why you got to make me break out the sounds? I do like the sounds. I though. do like that one. Yeah. Well, I can't find that song. So, you know, what we're doing here. What? Welcome to the trial of SPF, <laughs> the crypto bro who took down Bitcoin and Ethereum by using the blockchain to Wait, negotiate. Wait, was it FTX? FTX, that okay, was it. Okay, it just came to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> who negotiated, you know, who navigated the blockchain in order to fra- defraud customers from thousands of dollars by moving it from Ethereum over into Bitcoin, back into the exchange and over to the fund. <laughs> Excuse me, judge, judge, I'm over here. I don't understand a fucking word that's being said. You, you mind if I take a break and think about it? <laughs> I mean, I can see this. I can see this just going sideways from the yes. get. Because it's very complicated stuff. It is. Luckily, I have the smarts to know all about, all about <laughs> it. But, you know, not everybody's that lucky. Not no. everybody has a head as big as mine. One can only hope. <laughs> Why is that guy's head so big? 
my favorite comment on our YouTube channel. <laughs> Why is that guy's head so big? <laughs> it says that? It does. <laughs> and someone responded. I think it was either me or Tina. I, can't, I honestly can't remember. One of us responded, aliens. Because <laughs> when I turn my head like this, I do look. it does look a little alienish. <laughs> think so you don't think so you don't think i got that et head no i do anyway i've always known that my head's heavy if i if i get tired it starts to lean to one side because i can't keep it up i'm like a small child or a dog large brain that's right speaking of large brains chrissy we speaking of large brains you know back in our clear channel days we had None, we had no idea that crypto was going to come along. No idea about no. Bitcoin or exchanges or any of this. We just needed to sell $5 <laughs> worth of internet to the local cleaner. <laughs> yeah. And then go get drunk. And then go get drunk. Yes. That's right. We needed to go to the local strawberry farm stand, sell $10 I mean, worth of I internet. I remember going to a tire place. <laughs> it looked like this. It looked like this. I mean, they were just, it was just tires. Yeah. Stacked. Tires. Like, in like a pyramid of tires. Yeah. Tires of Georgia. <laughs> I remember pulling up that place going, what am I doing? What is my life become? I'm literally walking doing. into a tire shop to sell $5 in internet. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we might have done much better had we had some help. Well. Luckily, the internet is here to save our skins in case we ever have to go back to selling tire <laughs> shops on the internet. <laughs> Which, who knows, might happen sooner than rather yes. than later. Um, but one of the guys that I really trust on the sales front teaching us how to sell, a consultant that I think is well worth any dollars he's charging. I don't know who's charging, who he's charging, but is our friend Paul Cruz from the Paul Cruz oh, Sales Agency. Paul. I'm bummed we didn't have him at Cleaner Channel because we did have a cast of rotating salespeople. Yes, sales to can, train us in sales. Yeah, and <laughs> they, they would like hire people who had never sold anything, yes. and then all of a sudden they would be like the general manager of 17 stations, like me, like they did to me. Yes, <laughs> and then you'd be like, "Why is this dumb dumb here teaching us sell, sell, sell? Get in that room, smile and dial. That's right, smile and dial." <laughs> <laughs> but if we had Paul Cruz, maybe we would have fared better. Maybe. Because Paul knows what he's talking about. He seems like Or at he least does. he talks like yes. he knows what he's talking about. And who am I to say anything different? I was, I'm was. i sure that whatever Paul has done in his sales career is a lot more than I've done in my sales career. So for that, I applaud Paul. And by the way, I just think he's the sweetest guy in the world. But he is funny as fuck. And <laughs> so uh, I found a video. Paul's going to share with us his secrets to closing and this is this is the end all be all video. You're about to learn. You're about he's about to unveil all the secrets here, guys. And so I want you to pay close attention. I was trolling on the internet as you do, as I do like to do. Hey, yeah, excuse me. Uh, I've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. I'm just kidding. It's me, Christina, producer for the commercial break. And I just wanted to interrupt for a quick sec to remind you that tcbpodcast.com is the place to go to find all of our audio and video. And of course, to beg you to go to Apple and leave us a positive review. Positive. And if you go to tcbpodcast.com, you can get a free What Would Frankie Do sticker. Just go to the website, click contact us, tell us you want a sticker and give us your physical address. And we're in business, baby. You can also text us at 855-TCB-8383. That's 855-TCB-8383. And give us your questions, comments, concerns, and content ideas, please. 
Add us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. Brian's really trying to keep up with the youths, so give us a follow. You know you wanna. If you're into videos, go to youtube.com slash the commercial break and see fully edited episodes the same day they air over here. As always, please support our sponsors by going to their websites and buying their products. And don't forget to use our specialized URLs because that's how we keep things moving here at TCB. So let's listen to those sponsors and then we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break. This episode is sponsored in part by Nutrafol. We just did a Frankie B episode about hair loss and hair thinning and all the crazy things and drama he's going through. But hair thinning is not just a Frankie B problem. It will actually affect over half of us throughout our lifetimes. And it's not only common, it's actually pretty normal. But now we can join thousands of people and Frankie's hair follicles who are standing up for their strands using Nutrafol. I'm actually experiencing a little bit of this on top of my own noggin. And I often wonder, is the stress causing the thinning or is it the other way around? But Nutrafol addresses key root causes through a whole body approach to hair health. And that's why so many people are doing something about their hair thinning and hair loss with Nutrafol. Thinning hair happens to both men and women. And Nutrafol has multiple unique formulas to provide exactly what your body needs to grow hair based on biology, age, and other lifestyle factors. So everyone, it's time to take the first step toward visibly thicker and healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the code TCB. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TCB. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TCB. Address your thinning hair at the root calls. Let Nutrafol help you. Nutrafol.com, using the promo code TCB. And thanks to Nutrafol for being a sponsor of The Commercial Break. And I found Paul uh, teaching us the secrets of his to his success. He's uh, not using a whiteboard, is he? Again, oh no, he's remember not. that whiteboard? Yeah, that whiteboard was. <laughs> was yeah, I feel like that whiteboard is what the crypto trial is going to look <laughs> exactly. like. Yeah, <laughs> triangles and arrows. To here yeah, and there and A B two. That's right. He was writing things sideways. <laughs> <and> he... <laughs> Scratching yeah. things out. Close A, close B, close C, close D. <laughs> he had it was like a forty step closing process, <laughs> but everything was called close. <laughs> when you pick up the phone, close them. <laughs> How do you do that? I'm gonna go ahead yeah. and assume I, I, you want to do this. Hey, listen, I, I understand you ain't got time to talk, but I already wrote up the contract. <laughs> so can you tell me that someday you might? Be open to the idea of reading and signing the contract because then I could tell my boss <laughs> I closed the deal. <laughs> he did do that. He did that. It's no joke. And I think it was the first video we saw of him. It was. <laughs> he literally convinced a guy on the phone to tell him he might someday close on this deal. And so Paul, Paul's that like, I'll take close. that. I'll take that. That's a close. That's a close. <laughs> you see where his mind is at? Yeah, his mind is at. Get you off the fucking phone so he can get on with his day. <laughs> You're blocked, dude. You're never he's never gonna be able to call him back. But you know, it was funny at the time, but the more that I thought about it, the more that's how it actually works. You walk into your sales manager and you're like, yeah. ah well, I didn't close anything as far as a signature is concerned, but, but these people told me they are ready to make a decision in the next six to eighteen months. So put that on your projection board. <laughs> Throw that up on the projection. See how that changes the scale. <laughs> but Brian, you've been seeing this client now for yeah. a year. Yeah, uh, yeah but they, they're about to do they're it. They're about to close. Listen, these are long <laughs> sales cycles for the dry cleaner. <laughs> they got things to think about. It's cyclical. 
There's a lot of synergy. <laughs> we got cyclical. Why don't you move that close percentage from 50% to 52%? I feel confident. I feel confident in that 52. I'm checking back in today. Oh, yeah. he's on vacation. Oh, man, I called him. He said, listen, we're right about to make a decision about whether or not we're going to read your contract. So call me back in a couple months. That's literally the way it I worked. Know. You know, someone once told me. They said, a quick no is better than a long maybe. That's true. But I never subscribed to that theory. <laughs> That I always thought true. the long maybe was just, it was just a possibility. It keeps your job a little yeah. longer. Hope. <laughs> hope. <laughs> Have we given up all hope here, Mr. Sales Manager? Or are we going to say, it's possible this dry cleaner might close on $25 worth of internet in the next 12 to 18 months? Can we say that to each other? Just out loud? <laughs> because you want me to drop them, but they could very well be Look, our they next... they just advertised in the little weekly mail yeah, that's paper, right. <laughs> the coupon. Look, they've been putting flyers on people's cars. <laughs> they got money. They got, got money. money. <laughs> they got money. They're about to open up a second location. <laughs> <laughs> They're about to open a second location. <laughs> oh my god. This really happened. Of course uh, it does. Listener. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, this guy's brother owns a car wash. I don't think we want to ignore him because there's a lot of money back there. Not like a real car wash, but like a car wash on the weekends in the church parking lot. You know what I'm saying. That's where they come to you. Yes, where they come to you. The mobile car wash cleaners. You know, when you're stopped at a stoplight. And they spray window Windex on your windshield and they ask you for $5. You know what I'm talking about. There is money here. Let's not be coy with each other. Is this really reason to fire me? What? What's that? What else do I have on my projections? Uh, well, I just made a phone call this morning and left a message <laughs> for the bagel store. And I'm telling you what, I'm feeling good about this one. Let's go ahead and ratchet that one up to 27%. <laughs> Are the lawyer that's advertising everywhere. Except in town. for you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> Can we put that one at 99.99%? Uh, we've had that there for like three weeks, Brian. Can we add an extra nine on there? Does that change? Does that help? Uh, uh, oh, my God. Anyway, yeah. now that we've now that we've talked nothing about Paul Cruz and his sales agency, <laughs> we don't have to. We've experienced it all. We have. Okay, here's Paul. Right, He's going to share with us okay, the let's get secrets to, to closing, if I can stop laughing. <laughs> all right. Here comes his nice little song, I'm sure. Solving sales problems. Still solving sales problems. <laughs> There's the whiteboard. There's the whiteboard. Oh, songs that shouldn't go hard but do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, martial arts of selling. Hi, guys. Welcome to the martial arts of selling. This is part five of a part six series on how to become more than a real estate agent. 
I hope you guys have watched the first four. Wait, he's a real estate agent now? No, he switches industries every time we see him. This is every time we have he a video. Landscaping. Landscaping. One time. He was selling cleaning chemicals. The, yeah, he was in some kind of IT sales. IT sales. He was that, selling yeah. search engine optimizations. <laughs> yes. All the optimizations for all of your searches. Uh, and now he's a real estate agent? Yeah. Wow. You got to give the guy credit. He doesn't sleep. No. And he looks good. I will say that. He's got a jacket on, he's got a black shirt, he's got a nice pair of jeans. And um, that's yeah, he looks approachable. He's got four and a half phones <laughs> sitting next. Look how many phones he has on his desk. <laughs> he's got five cell phones on his he desk. One got- for his chemical cleaning company. <laughs> one for landscaping. One for real estate agent. <laughs> oh, he does oh, have all t- Yes. Well, I now I guess when he says for sale by owner, it now makes a little bit more sense. Taking notes and you actually applying them because if you start to apply them and they become habitual and part of your daily routine. Do not be surprised if you wind up getting more seller's contract. Just don't. It takes a lot of hardware, and it takes even harder work when you have to. It takes a lot of hardware? I think that the, he's having like AI dictate this or something. You and think so? And it's not coming through correctly. Yeah, you might be right it about this. It takes a lot yeah. of hardware. <laughs> it takes a lot of hardware, and then additionally hard work. Hardware and hard yeah. work. That's a commercial break in a nutshell right there. Change the way you think. Because you're used to doing something a certain way. And the hardest thing for us to do as we get older is, one, admit when we're wrong. Number two is make the changes that we need to make to become better at what we do. Admit when we're wrong. (laughs) I found that was a lot harder when I was younger, actually. (laughs) Because we're set in our ways. I I don't get set in my ways. There's only... We can tell yeah, you're I, on your fourth industry. There's no moss growing under these shoes. Let me tell you, here at Paul Cruz Sales Agency, if we don't like the industry, we just change it. I'll just I, now. Hey, martial arts. What is that? What is that? Oh, that's the Sham Wow. We got it uh, here at Home Depot. We got the new Sham Wow. I'm now a Sham Wow consultant. <laughs> You mind if I make a few phone calls here at the Home Depot? He puts on the orange vest. He starts walking around calling people. Uh, I saw that you just left the Home Depot without a sham. Wow. Would you like to come back? No, 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 no. Don't tell me no. Tell me you will be back to Home Depot someday and you will consider going down the aisle where the sham wells are. Close another one. Close. Yeah. This is my principles and my value and what I do in my life. But everything else, I'm always looking to get better in my profession. How do I get better and make improvements? You know, as an entrepreneur, salesperson, and business owner, is I talk to more people <laughs> or more other people. <laughs> uh, what was that? <laughs> that was him. Wasn't it? I know it was. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> He's so excited with himself. <laughs> he talks a bunch of people. I know. Right people, right? So buckle up. Get ready for part five. This is the one of the most exciting parts. Well, your energy level is certainly <laughs> dictating that we should pay attention here. Yes. He looks like he's about to fall asleep, <laughs> poor guy. He's got five jobs. I know. <laughs> because this is where you really solidify and actually increase your value. But before we get into that, if you're watching this on my channel. Increase your value. <laughs> <laughs> Do it now. I'm now nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> Hit the subscription button below, smash the like button, and share your honest and sincere comments below because it does help the algorithm. But one of the things that I've learned to... How is it helping the algorithm? It's helping your channel. It doesn't help the algorithm. (laughs) Become as good as I am in what I do 
I'm very blessed is I always focus on the fundamental. And the number one fundamental thing that I do is cold calling. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> of course no, it I, is. We know this. We yeah. know this. You call. are a champ yeah. at keeping people and, on the phone long after they want to get off. <laughs> and have you ever noticed, too, that he's always in an office that looks like it's not useful? It's not being used. No, it's not being used. That's the desk. <laughs> Like in, in the corner, corner of a landscaping company's <laughs> home office. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't really know, but yes, it, it, the, the office is completely unused, except for Paul sitting at the desk. Yeah. yeah. It got me to the level I'm at now. I could cold call anybody, anytime for any product, any service, and I'll get results. <laughs> not. I'm not going to say what results those are. But Hi, this is Paul from the Hot Stone Massage Company right down the street. Would you like a hand, Shandy? <laughs> Do you need to get the poison out? Come on down. 21 EPMs. That's my new nickname. Results, yeah. results, results. Let me talk to your wife real quick. No? You don't want me to talk to your wife? Exactly. Come down to the Hot Stone place. I just do. But... When you're dealing with for sale by owners and they're sophisticated investors, you as an agent cannot be perceived as an agent. That's why I suggest you lie. (laughs) (laughs) Tell them them their uncle just died and see if you can get an extra few minutes on the phone with them. Hey, I'm sorry about your uncle. I noticed you were selling your house by owner. (laughs) Your uncle would have wanted it this way. Let me be your real estate agent. They have to have a different perception of you because they get every agent trying to list their properties. Right? So it's your job as a real estate. Right? Am I right? Am I right? Right? Right. It's your job as a real estate agent to not really, I mean, you don't even have to be qualified, no. is what he's saying. Well, anyone can do it. Have you ever met a real estate agent? <laughs> I love all of you out there, but I there, I think anyone that's a serious real estate agent will agree there are too many unqualified real estate agents running around. Uh, actually, I read an article about what a big problem this is. Yeah, agent to really earn that contract because there's no money involved, right? But what you're going to learn to do? When is there no money involved? Are you working for free? Are you listing people's houses for free, Paul? contagious attitude yeah what you're missing here is that paul's sitting at a desk and then in big black letters occasionally it's just flashing these like you know change your mindset yeah tropes right contagious attitude change the way you the way you look at things things you look at start to change look at the bright side yeah the universe <laughs> is on your there. side <laughs> hang in there for the cat upside down yeah, that's right <laughs> Keep calm, FBO on. I don't know. In my experience training agents and dealing with investors myself, there's only four, maybe five objections that will come up during the initial contact with the for sale by owner. So get ready because when you learn the auto rebuttals, your value increases dramatically and exponentially. When you learn the auto rebuttals, when someone the when art you, the yeah. art of rebuttals i thought he said auto i think he said art oh okay i thought he said auto because i was about to say when you call someone and they say i don't want to talk to you right now and you have an auto rebuttal like stop he might have said i auto, meant to call 911 i'm dying talk art. me to it. yeah actually but your sales are off the charts okay 
No. I also had sales off the charts. <laughs> they were just in the wrong <laughs> they direction. They're the, the bottom the of chart. the chart. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is no particular order, but he's getting this serious. Is just one of the rebuttals. Yeah, he takes his glasses off. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing when I get serious. Take my glasses off so I can't see your reaction. You. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a good old girl. <laughs> Rebuttal no, uh, objection number one is when they say they're busy, right? Let's say you call them because the only way to get a hold of them is you got to call them, right? So when you call them for sale by owner and they say they're busy, here's the rebuttal that you must say, but more importantly, is not what you say, is how you say it. (laughs) Hello? Yeah, this is Paul Cruz from Paul Cruz Sales Agency. Oh, man, I'm really sorry. I just don't have time for you right now. Fuck you! <laughs> Excuse me? Do I have your attention now? I just wanted to share with you, that's how we get each other's attention. Do you have five minutes to talk about cleaning products? Uh, no, I don't. I'm dying! <laughs> I only have one more day to make to make a sale. You're dying? Literally. I, I got pancreatitis of the, the anoids. <laughs> uh, okay, guys, I just have five minutes. Okay, can you tell me at some point in the future, will you consider buying a cleaning product? I guess so, sure. That's a close. Thank you very much for your time today. <laughs> I'll let you get back. I'll let you get back to your, I'll let you get back to whatever it is where you're doing. My wife is in the middle of birth. <laughs> so I got pancreas, I got pancreas cancer of the anoids. One second, guys. Changing the camera. Okay. He's getting right, serious. So he just had to adjust been, the camera. Yes. He's got to adjust the camera to make sure, <laughs> make sure he's in focus. Using this rebuttal for over 31 years since 1992. I'll never stop using it. It works. And it works because I know the mindset to it and I know how to say it. So if a for sale by owner says, Paul, I'm very busy. The minute they say that, do you get a lot of these... <laughs> Starve out your distractions <laughs> is what just popped up on the screen. Starve out your dis- distractions. This is very strange. This I is don't... really strange. In <laughs> all my years pop up? of bad sales, <laughs> I never once thought to starve out my distractions. No. <laughs> starve out your distractions or starve out their distractions? Or just starve. Yeah, just starve. You're distracted. You can't sell. <laughs> Man, I don't have time for this right now. I am on a hunger strike until you call me back. You will be responsible for my death. Until I get five minutes with you. Oh, shit. All right. What you got? (laughs) Have you ever thought about getting an agent for your for sale by owner property? Uh, I don't have any property you're selling. Would you think if you ever did have a property, would you consider... Getting an agent if you thought about going for sale by owner. Uh, sure, bro. Whatever. <laughs> That's a close. That's a close. That's, a close. <laughs> That's for sure. Game on. <laughs> Bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store. <laughs> I understand and respect that. You could wait for them to answer it or not. You could wait for them to answer or not? Just yeah. keep talking? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why do you say, do you get a lot of these calls? I understand and respect that. Because you're letting them know that you respect and you understand that you don't like these phone calls. 
but you will like my phone call. I you normally don't like calls. Normally. You're going to love this. When a stranger tries to sell you something out of the blue, all you want to do is throw your phone on the ground and stomp it real hard. This is going to be different. I am Paul Cruz, and I have an auto rebuttal. Please stay on the phone with me. Please. I understand and respect that. Yeah, I understand. You get a lot of these phone calls? I understand and respect that. I'm another one of these phone calls. Or you can say... You get a lot of these calls, right? That's a statement question. No, a you- statement question? <laughs> right. <laughs> right? <laughs> you can literally put right on the end of anything and make it a statement <laughs> yes, question. <true. laughs> my dick is oozing, right? <laughs> oh, my God. You don't like me calling you, <laughs> right? <laughs> You've got better things to do with your time, right? <laughs> And you can wait for them to answer or not. Right? <laughs> I don't know. You get a lot of these calls, right? Yes. I understand and respect that. Now, when you say I understand and respect that, two things happen. Number one is you're breaking down that the defense. That makes no sense because... Uh, two we- things happen. <laughs> the pelvic floor opens up <laughs> and your root chakra starts shining from your asshole. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. You get a lot of these calls, right? Right? Yes. Uh, I understand and respect that. Right? That, that makes no sense. That could be like his catchphrase. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Mechanism. And you're also keeping yourself in control. Because what most people do is agents respond, what do you mean you're busy? When can I call you back? Right? What do you That's mean you're busy? Yeah, what do you what do you mean you're busy? Do you see the person? Do you see the name on the screen that's calling you? Uh yeah, it says J and J's landscaping. No, it's Paul Cruz Sale Agency. I used the wrong phone. Let me call you back from my phone. For sale by owner or prospect wants you to say. You don't do that. So I'm very busy. Do you get a lot of these calls? I understand and respect that. Boom, and then you move on. Or you get a lot of these move calls. Move on to right? what? Move on to what? Yeah, you just bulldoze them? I understand and respect that. <laughs> anyway. Have you ever heard of the lawnmower 3000? Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of the hedge trimmer 3000? I bought 300 of them on discount, and I've got them sitting in a warehouse. <laughs> I'm literally willing to ship them to you for free. <laughs> I and a commission. Understand and respect that, Mr. John Doe. Again, it's not what you say, it's how you say the rebuttal. Now, what's the purpose of a, of a rebuttal? It's a weapon. Oh, God. Now we're going to oh go down Oh, my God. This. We're going to go down the rabbit hole now. <laughs> what a rebuttal well, is. Well, yeah, we know what a rebuttal is. We got that part, guy. <laughs> I watch court TV just like the rest of us. First of all. Second of all, I mean... You, you're just completely ignoring somebody's wishes, right? Yeah, you're, no, you're yeah. just going to bulldoze them. This doesn't sound at all like a strategy. I'm not going to actually tell you sense. what to say past this one little part, but let me tell you what a rebuttal is. Let me explain what a rebuttal is. <laughs> let me explain right? the, word, the words I used. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. There we go. All right. Uh, right? I, right? I just messed up the whole show, right? right? <laughs> no, I got it. 
All right, we'll get back to Paul Cruz. There's lots of lessons in that video, and I just have so much fun with him. He's, but he does seem like a kind He's and lovable. caring guy. He's lovable. He's lovable. He's he laughable. He's lovable. Yeah. And uh, so all in good fun, Paul. All in good fun. You want to take an episode of the commercial break and start making fun of it? Feel free. Lots of other people do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> lots of. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right well i gotta go find some ritalin in a charging (laughs) station yes charging port (laughs) so i can send mail it to sam bakeman freud or whatever his name is (laughs) uh but you can go to tcbpodcast.com that's where you'll find information about chrissy and i you'll read all about our story it's a brand new website we'd love it if you would go there and visit it you can also get your free what would frankie be what would frankie do sticker (laughs) Uh, WWFD. Those stickers are the number four in our series, and we are running out quickly. So I suggest if you want one, you go to the website, you go to the Contact Us button, and then the drop-down menu will say, I want my free sticker. Go there, leave us your physical address, and away you go. Soon you will have a sticker. (laughs) Right? Uh, you can also watch all the audio and all the video there. YouTube.com slash the commercial break. We're trying to get to lots of subscribers before the end of the year. If you could do us a favor and help us out in that venture. The Instagram is going crazy. Love the Instagram. Nice. Thank you very much. Go do the same thing to YouTube. We certainly would appreciate it. YouTube.com slash the commercial break. Fully edited episodes. Basically the same time. Basically the same time <laughs> they come out here on the feed. Right? Right. <laughs> 855-TCB-8383. That's 1-855-TCB-8383. Toll free from anywhere in the world. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas, we are taking them all. Don't forget to ask my mom a question. Ask Brian's mom. Send us a text message. And in a future episode, you could be talking to my mom. Or at least you get your question answered by my mom. Yes, I love her. Yes, she's wonderful. At The Commercial Break on Instagram and TCB Podcast on TikTok. Do yourself a favor. Go find the clips. They're really funny on both of those social media platforms. Finally, we're getting some traction because finally I'm posting. (laughs) All right, Chrissy, I guess that's all I can do today. I think so. But I'll say that I love you. I love you. Best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. Goodbye.